0: I don't know if I know this song.
1: Struck on by like a king. Telling everybody
2: they know nothing.
1: If long lived you thought you oh, I can't do this song on the air because it's explicit. <laughs> well, not so far it's not. Oh, it gets there, trust me. <laughs> oh,
0: there we go. This
1: is uh, this one this one we can do cuz there's no uh explicitness. This
0: is under our uh, have you looked up this span on our uh, copyright register?
1: Nope. Perfect. <laughs> Renegades baby. <laughs> it, it, it's like there's 19 different layers to each group and yeah. it, they're all covered under I'm like, hey, we've got Oh, of course, now Rob's his shirt. Well, uh, you know, uh, if we're gonna if we're gonna do uh, if we're gonna sneak attack K-Ho, we should probably do like a Rob Zombie song. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Thunder Kiss '65 or something. <laughs>
0: so am i telling him we'll call him. Whatever. Next week, or
1: are we doing it right now? Or? Oh, we can call him right now. I don't care. Because we don't have. Uh, you know, probably too long before Sean's going to be calling. Yeah, but Sean's going to call you, right? Yeah. Well, that'd make it easy. All right, well, <laughs> tune him in.
0: <laughs> Cue him up. Beam him in, Scotty.
1: Uh-oh. I think I'm in trouble. No battery? No, I got I got the battery mostly charged. Battery. <laughs> <laughs> I'll answer her later. Oh boy. That's explicit too. <laughs> Can't play that on
0: the air either. Well, I guess it's For the record, I have no idea what you're talking about.
1: That's perfect. Or
0: how to talk into my microphone,
1: apparently. That's okay because I keep talking to the side of mine and it gets really, really quiet. Yeah. See? <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm trying not to breathe into mine and still talk into it.
1: Where the hell is Cahill? Everything's
0: awkward. I got it right here if you
1: want it. Well, I don't. I don't really want to put his cell phone on the air.
0: Um, here. Can oh, there he is.
1: It. We're gonna call him Pocket he's Rocket. He's
0: probably not gonna answer because he's waiting for me to call.
1: <laughs> Pocket Rocket Kit Rob Gale. <laughs> Do you have him? Yeah. You you said no rocket rob so now you're pocket rocket. <laughs> oh, we're having some technical difficulties here. Oh, yeah. I forgot. So I got to do this. Can you hear him? I got to oh, do that. Wait. Now I think I can hear him. Now now you should be able to hear Rob. Is
0: this the one and the only? The uh I, we need a better nickname for you, because the one you're using is not going to work.
3: <laughs> uh, Rob, yeah, we, didn't,
0: we decided to sneak attack you. <laughs> we uh, we didn't tell you that we were going to be on the podcast, but uh, we had like 10 minutes before uh, we were bringing Sean on the air from the UMSS, and so... Yeah. We figured you made a a slight investment in in the podcast. You might as well uh, enjoy the fruits of your labor. So welcome aboard, bud.
3: Thanks. Thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) So
0: what is going on over at TCB Speed North that uh, we can uh, can use in our future advertisements for you? It looks uh, on Facebook like you guys are really busy. Um, What's going on in the shop right now, the luxurious new shop?
3: A um, lot, well, actually. We, uh, we stepped out a little bit more than just doing parts this year, so now we're uh, doing frame repair, adding safety features, updates on cars and stuff like that for people. Um, it's kind of a word of mouth to do that first, and then I guess it really took off in the last month. So
0: Yeah, well, this is what you've on. you've been poised for this anyway, so I think uh, those of us that have worked with you and know are glad to see it actually taken off. Uh, this direction because we uh, you know the the technical skill and how much uh, you've helped so many racers so far. Um, so it's awesome to see it uh, really starting to take off. Uh, who's are you doing the welding or did you, did you bring in somebody or?
3: Nope, I'm doing all the welding. I've been, I mean, I've been welding a long time, so it's just something I've always done and something I wanted to start doing a lot more. I guess so. We decided let's give it a shot.
0: Yeah. No, I talked to. Uh, Oh, I don't even remember who it was the other day that you'd just done their bars though and, and I mean he just was going on about how beautiful it was. So and uh, wasn't that start, angry Al. Um no it wasn't Al. It was
3: I didn't. There's they talked to so many more. people. Yeah.
0: Uh. <laughs> so, and, maybe, and maybe maybe you know that it is uh it is a speed secret to uh to work with Rob, so maybe you wouldn't want me to say his name on the air anyway, but uh
1: but <laughs> divulging the speed secret. That's
0: right, that's right. So but uh awesome that it's taken off. Uh how's your association with uh T C B Speed, um which is out of Indiana, correct?
3: Yep. And, yeah, we have a location there in Noblesville, Indiana, and then we also have one in the- tampa florida with shane butler and he actually acquired dave Steele's steel performance oh, shop
2: too Oh, wow, awesome
0: so awesome, basically lady.
3: we're the exclusive sprint car dealer in indiana or er, florida now
0: wow so could you or could you not get us some laps on east bay with wingless cars
3: uh, i'm sure we probably could figure something out i know <laughs> shane's been working on it pretty good to be honest
0: that uh that place is my that's my you favorite got about four, four years
1: left to get it done
0: I know that's ridiculous. By the way, that it's uh, one of the coolest tracks ever. So
1: I
3: know,
0: but uh, I hope
3: it's not true. I
0: that's what they that's what they say that it's uh, it, it, it's that's, it's that's true a done deal. It's
1: going away. It, but, uh, the uh, the the big hill behind it bought the bought the property.
3: Yeah, that's all I was in the land so. Yeah, well,
1: well maybe maybe in
0: four years it won't be that busy. I'll go chain myself to the front gate. State of protest. <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh,
3: so yeah it'd be nice if they could get something like that we go down there and run there and maybe even hit Ocala or something different. oh yeah
0: um, yeah well I'm surprised because the the USAC cars go down there but only for one night or something there are a couple nights at Bubba's a couple
3: nights you? actually they go to tomorrow night is first night of practice Wednesday night um at Ocala and then they race Thursday Friday Saturday okay um we were planning on heading down there but uh still waiting to get our motor back and then oh. some family. So, so right now it's kind of we'll wait till March and hopefully go racing in March.
0: Right, right. Well, are you uh, are you planning on uh, turning a couple laps with us as well this summer? Some of the fans can come out and uh, and see a, a uh, local legend race with uh, the Northern Renegades?
3: Absolutely. We plan on running with you guys quite a bit to be honest. Um, I know I was talking I brought on a lot of Jerry about it, and I know the Rennie Hughes Memorial or whatever you're calling it now.
2: Tribute, that's a, a tribute. Yep,
3: a tribute. That's abs- That's an absolute plus for us. and we will be there for that one absolutely. And then we do plan on run deciding to run a few, quite a few more races. He was t- saying Jerry was so. Oh, awesome. We plan on we were we were going to sell our motor and and one of our cars turn key, and then we decided in the last two weeks we we're going to just keep the motor so that we have it when we're around we can come around with you guys.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Well, um where can uh where can people find TCB Speed North and uh Rob Keho, was it? Like Racing Page? Yep. On Facebook?
3: Yep. You can go to Keho Racing on the Facebook page or even TCB Speed North. Um you Ant- we get a hold of us either way on or you can message us or text at 612-919 1221.
0: Two, two, one. Ah, see, and Randy was scared of it. He's like, Well, I don't want hey. to put his cell phone out on the air.
3: <laughs> I'm not gonna be the one to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, it's it's open. That line's pretty much open twenty four
0: hours, so awesome. Well, how long until you uh you don't have to have a regular job like those other saps and you can uh, just work on sprint cars all the
3: time. It'd uh, be <laughs> nice. I think it would happen in the next year or two, but I don't see that happening
0: anytime soon. Well, that's because you're uh, reasonably priced and uh, you give away so much information. So anybody who's looking to get into Sprint Cars, uh, uh, Rob is on our uh, UMSS uh, Northern Renegade uh, vendors list, uh, he's right at the top of the page, and uh, you won't you won't regret any time that uh, you spend talking to him, and and if you're really privileged, you might get to uh, meet meet up with Sprint Car Jerry. That's how he's labeled in my phone. Right, and I just had this conversation because <laughs> I, I I actually never I I never remember his last name, but uh, he is one of the most knowledgeable guys and just enthusiastic, and he'll talk your ear off. So, you don't know about yeah. sprint cars? You ask Jerry. He'll tell you everything you need to know.
3: Yeah, that that is for sure. He went from being a stock car fender guy until he absolutely hated sprint cars until he met me 11 years ago.
0: Yeah,
3: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> And now he's the other way around. Well, and it's funny <laughs> because
0: because uh, you know, there's so many people have that same uh, oh sprint cars. You know, the old stigma and uh, just all, all the things they hated about them aren't uh, aren't necessarily true anymore, especially not with the stuff we got around here. So. But, uh, yeah, the,
3: the stuff around here is absolutely. I've, we've raced a lot of sprinters all over. I mean, from wing and non wing, 360, 10. And honestly, I, when I'm out racing our 410, it's awesome. But being oh, yeah. back around home racing with everyone is, is a lot of fun. Cause I mean, the cars are, the money isn't as crazy, I guess you'd say, to be competitive. Right. Like it is with the cars.
0: Wow. Well, and, and the, uh, um, personally for me anyway it uh, um, it's definitely the thrill that you need to uh, to continue on and, and uh, you know enjoy enjoy it it's not boring um, but you know we see some new or I should say younger guys and it even leaves a little hope for some of us old guys that maybe someday because you have all the equipment you know you uh, maybe someday you drop a 410 and, and turn a couple laps you know it's not uh... oh my phone's
1: ringing this is Sean <laughs> All right, we're gonna bring Sean Simples in. Is this
0: Peggy? <laughs> Sean, you there? I can I can hear him on here. Uh, hold wow. on. all right, let's see if he's. We're, we're, try, we're, try, we're trying a whole this. bunch of new technology. Yeah, this is, this is the first time we've ever tried two phone calls. Peggy, can you hear us? I can hear you. Yes. Oh, please hold. Can, can can you hear me?
1: <laughs> well, can, can you hear you, me now? How about now? You, you about just now? came into
0: uh, a <laughs> crazy group talking uh, uh podcast experiment um nice. to to fill the time until uh, you were available. We actually got uh Rob Cahill, you uh, you may have never heard of him before, but he's from no. TCB Speed North, uh, okay. and one of yeah. our wonderful sponsors for this podcast. And uh, is he
4: good or not?
0: Uh you know, uh, good. I don't know if we'll cover it. Um, the oh, guy, he's okay. he's uh, he's better than good. So, <laughs> so <laughs> I, obviously, uh, you know, <laughs> Sean for for our listeners is uh, the race director for the UMSS, and these two are quite familiar with each other. Um,
3: hey, other, Rob. Hey, Sean! <laughs> <That's> so excited! <laughs> did you hear the joy in one, Rob's one voice? Yes, yeah, I did. <laughs> uh,
0: so, but yeah, so we honestly don't have any direction for any of this. It's all just impromptu. So, um, you know, if, okay. it, if it crashes disastrously, then that's pretty much normal. So, but, uh, but anyway, Rob, I didn't mean to uh, to keep you for very long or anything. But uh, no, would fine. you would you mind if? Uh, if we ask people if they want to want to send in some sprint car questions, maybe we could uh, start in a little segment with you, and uh, yeah, you could you could kind of dole out some of that information, and uh, people get familiar with your voice.
3: Yeah. Awesome. Can
0: do that. Awesome. Well, what are you uh, what are you working on right now? Right now,
3: um, we're actually in the process of trying to get our four ten car all back uh, together, and then I got a another car in the shop that we're cutting
0: apart and replacing some bars that got damaged. Cool. Cool. So I actually have a sprint car frame that's missing from the radiator bars forward. And I actually have all the bars because we ordered them a long time ago from J&J. But they're not, it's not put together. The torsion bar tubes and everything, it's all there. It just needs to be welded together. Is that something that TCB Speed could uh, could take care of us for me?
3: Yeah, we definitely could do that. Um Would you
0: guarantee that I would win? like the legendary 100 (laughs) with that car. I would, no, I but love no.
3: I'd love to guarantee you that, but I can't guarantee. <laughs> so, <it's>, you know,
0: <laughs> high likelihood, maybe not guaranteed. He, say, he says, "How if about you,
3: this? I'll, I'll stay away from there and give you a better shot." There you that. go. That's yeah, <laughs> the kind of service
0: you can expect from TCD Speed and art. All right, I'll be right
1: back. I gotta get me my boots.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: all right. Well,
3: anyway, is we that it? You were saying, is that a J and J car actually? Yeah,
0: it yeah, it's uh it was actually lee thomas's car um oh, yeah. and who knows what he drove it into um but he brought it to uh trc race cars which i used to race the late model for them guys um yep. it just dropped it off on a whim uh, many many years ago and uh, we ordered the parts from j&j and when we brought it in to jig it he called and said i don't really care about it just get rid of it or whatever and so we were always gonna fix it, but we never did, and then literally threw the threw the tubing in the floor pan and drug it out in the woods. And this just this past winter I was like, Hey, what happened to that sprint car? Still in the woods, so I drug it back out of the woods and brought it home. So I don't have any nice. intentions with it, but I'm certainly not gonna let a sprint car frame go to waste. So I know. <laughs> become one with the earth. But uh, But yeah, so anyway, well, we won't keep you anymore, Rob, now that we know that this experiment works. And uh, (laughs) we really appreciate your time. Um, No problem. So TCB Speed North on Facebook and Rob Cahoe Racing or Cahoe Racing
3: or Cahoe Motorsports. Cahoe Motorsports. Way way to go, Kaylee. That's way fancy. Welcome to the big time, Cahoe (laughs) Motorsports.
0: Right. So anyway, thanks for your time, Rob. We really appreciate you coming in.
1: And uh, good, we, yes. we look forward to seeing you at the racetrack. At the banquet. For
0: sure. The banquet we oh, yeah. We'll
3: be at the banquet, yep.
1: Yeah, you better be at the
0: banquet. And ain't that far from your house. We'll come and get you. That's right. First, Sounds good. first
1: 50 bucks at the po- at the blackjack tables on you. Yeah. Uh, I let you play that. I don't do that. Though. All right, you give me the 50 bucks, I'll turn it into 100. Hey, we will Sounds be good. we will be podcasting at the banquet too, so you won't be off the hook there either. So. All right, yeah. guys. So, well, I bro. guess that's official now. Yeah. <laughs> all right,
4: Rob. Beat it. All right, we'll talk to you guys.
3: <laughs> See ya. Yep. Bye. See ya, Rob. Oh, for, for
1: those of you that aren't exactly sure what the hell is going on, what? this is the Renegades on Dirt Podcast. And neither are we. <laughs> what? We're, we're what? not exactly sure what's going on either. What? Yeah, neither this is we. a podcast? What? This is it. <laughs> oh uh. No, that was wrong. Oh. Oh, okay. I thought you were good. Peggy. Peggy, please <laughs> hey, don't. Leave hey, hey, hold please. <laughs> hold, please. <laughs> hold the lettuce. <laughs> you know what the best part about this is? Oh, it's hard to say. Is I am quite uh, yeah. certain. Hey! Oh no, because it's paired to you.
0: (laughs) Never mind. Oh, see, he was trying to—he was trying to play some music. We can hear it in the studio, the luxurious studio, but we we can't—we can't hear it. But see, now
1: that Rob's off the phone, oh, he's gonna go. This is
0: this is like technology corner right now.
1: Yeah, this is nerd central. (laughs) (laughs) So. Oh, there we
4: go. Oh, yeah. A little Godsmack. Oh, see?
0: He's a connoisseur yeah. of fine music as well.
4: Uh-huh. That's really about it. You know, I'm at the racetrack on the race fever, and uh, I pretty much stand alone because nobody listens to me. That's, you should,
0: <laughs> yeah, should actually play music on the race fever. Maybe. Uh, maybe a,
4: you know, I have actually thought about trying to incorporate that. I think that may even relax the driver sometimes.
0: Yeah, a little Mozart or something. <laughs> something yeah. really calming just, yep. All right, everybody, park it. <laughs> so, <laughs>
1: Brad, stop, Brad. Yeah, yeah, stop. Exact, yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah. Oh, Brad. Uh, you know, will never live that one down. That's for no, sure. No, uh, <laughs> you know, and
0: you actually recorded some of that stuff for me, and I have it. And I, I don't know, did I ever give it to you, Randy?
1: I think Sean emailed it to me. Okay,
0: that's yeah. We get so busy with stuff. Um. Anyway, so back all the way to the beginning. So, yeah. on the line with us, uh, you can you say your last name for me because I don't want to mispronounce it.
4: It is
0: simple Simple. All right. So yeah, I, I was going to say is Shimflin. So there you go. I,
4: I've been called everything in the book. So don't <laughs> right. worry. So,
0: so Sean Simple is the is once again the uh, the uh, race director um, slash flag man. Uh, directing extraordinaire of the umss and various other things um, i don't know if I go a, that far well you have a pretty impressive resume i mean as far as local <laughs> racing goes for uh for your participation in, in making these shows happen so um well, I, think, I try anyway yeah no i think it i think it's something you should be uh you should be proud of because uh it's hard to find trust me i know um it's hard yeah. to find hard to find any help let alone really good help and uh, fortunately, you know both series have some really good people around them but uh, but you were definitely the diamond in the rough man where uh, tell us about where you come from i mean how did how did you come to be with the umss and what led up to
4: that well you know i've been at the racetrack since i've been about six months old uh, my dad and my parents both went to the local track here uh in my hometown and it's dad's and- birthday today it's uh, my dad's birthday today. Yeah. So yes. Happy birthday. My dad. Yes. Um, he won't I hear it for a couple here. days yet. So happy belated
0: birthday, <laughs> but dad's. A well, cool he may guy, even right.
4: be listening. He may even be listening. So you. your fans uh, may grow by a couple. So
0: right, but if he can hear us live, then he's. Then we need to figure out his technology.
4: Yeah, so, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, continue.
0: So, your dad. Your dad. And your Grandpa used to take you to the races.
4: Yes. Um. And uh, you know, growing up. You know, I never was really gifted sports-wise. You know, I played basketball here and there, but you know, I knew I really wasn't going to be a sports kind of guy. And uh, the more I went to the races, you know, I kind of thought.
0: Oh no! <laughs> I that was me. <laughs> I totally. I <laughs> I grab I I just grabbed my phone and uh, I the you
1: know what button I hit? It's off. Yep. So, ladies and gentlemen, that was Sean with the UMSS. It's kind of obvious when...
0: All right, we're going to try and get him back here again.
1: Uh oh, what was, happened? Kaylee's a moron. Sorry Peggy, that was me.
0: I, my phone is sitting here on the on the table and I I just literally went to move it and uh, of course it's really fancy and way beyond my capability. And uh, you know it recognizes me. It uh, it automatically unlocks when you uh, when it sees uh, my my I thought smiling maybe I was face. I I already boring and you got hung
4: up on me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so well.
0: That was Sean, we're moving on. <laughs>
4: my my 5 minutes of fame is right there, huh? That,
0: well, yeah, it was more like 2, but uh oh. Okay. So no, but I I hit the I hit of course the button that my finger touched was the uh cancel button. So so now you're back and uh I think the last thing that we heard was uh uh you knew you weren't gonna be a sports guy and uh, you enjoyed going to the races and I did, Continue from there. I'll try not to hang up on you
4: again. (laughs) Um, so you know, I always had the drive or the vision of what it'd be like to be a flagman one day. So I would always watch them, you know and watch what they did, and um, I kind of got the harebrained idea one time, you know, when I was younger that I kind of wanted to, my own flag set because, you know, it was just my childhood dream to to become a flag man, and sure enough, she made me a set of flags, which I still have, so if I ever really do become famous and uh, whatnot, I I have my first set.
0: This is a, this is um, your mom? Your mom made those?
4: My mom made them, yeah. Oh, awesome. Now, were, were, they,
1: were they made out of felt or silk?
4: Um, You know, I think it was, uh, it wasn't silk. Like cotton. I think it was some sort of, I don't know if it was like, uh, I don't know what kind of fire, what, what uh, materials she used, but it was the stuff that she bought at Walmart. Um, and, That's what moms uh, do, though.
0: That's an awesome I know. She's,
4: she's, she's very gifted as far as sewing and anything I need to fix, you know, I just take it to her and, in a couple hours, she'd have it fixed and, you know, I'd be wearing it again. So, um, I don't think she knew what she was really doing or what she got herself into, but she was, uh, you know, being a mom and, and, uh, made them for me. Awesome. And then, uh, when those were done, of course, you know, I needed to have a, a holder. So my dad was gifted as far as building stuff and he made me a flag holder there and attach it to the deck. And, uh, from that point on, I would go out there for probably hours upon hours and just vision cars around my yard, you know, and I'd wave the flags and, and pretend those cautions and whatnot, you know, and, um, but as I got older, you know, we kept going and the technology came about and, and scanners came about and the headset and then, it became to uh, getting the frequencies of the tracks and I would listen to what they would say on there. And, and I would, you know, take mental notes on, on what to do and what not to do. And, and, uh, so finally, you know, I fast forward about 2004. I kind of got the courage to maybe see if I could get myself into a racetrack somewhere just to gain some experience. And, uh, I started emailing some tracks and if they needed help and, um, I always got the response of, you know, we're pretty set, but we'll keep your number and in case we need somebody, you know, and or otherwise I never heard back from them. And, uh, um, so for five years I tried to get into a racetrack really? and after, you know, five years, it's like, well, is this really going to become a, a reality? And, uh, I finally, at the time, was on a racing forum that um, um, I saw an ad by uh, Chris Steppen, and he was going to be working for um, Capella Speedway. And uh, I debated for probably about two weeks to email him just because of, you know, getting the no or or not ever hearing back. And uh, so finally I did and uh, within a day or two of, I heard back from Chris and, and we kind of made a little bit of contact there and I asked if he had a, you know, anybody for the flagman position there and he said he actually had it uh, filled already but he goes, you know, I could use a corner worker. Have you ever thought about doing that? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you know, experience is experience. I said, sure. And uh, that was really, that, that in itself, Opened my eyes and really gave me the drive to, you know, kind of keep pursuing it. And um, so for about that year, I worked inside the track and uh, really got my passion for, I guess, being an official, as crazy as that sounds. That's amazing. But, um, and then everything kind of got not turned upside down, but Things happened at the racetrack there, and and he informed me that he'd be leaving, and I made the decision to not go back there as well, and uh, so I was left like, you know, crap, I'm doing something I kind of like, now what?
0: Yeah, well, that and probably ran everybody off.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, not quite yet, but he was... <laughs> he was working on getting it, in there, yeah. So so Chris and I, we, we uh, stayed in contact, and uh, he informed me that he'd be working up at uh, Amazon Speedway, which is now... Uh, Godnick Law. Gondike, I think that's uh, what you say Godnick. 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 Okay. And uh, he asked if I wanted to come up there and, and work with him up there, and that was you know, about an hour and 20 minutes from where I I lived, and uh, I worked, of course, and I said, yeah, I said, I'll come up there, and I may be late every once in a while, but I said, I'll definitely be there, so from there, I was uh, the uh, lineup judge up there in uh, turn two, and uh, I had a blast doing that, because it was, it was just, it was kind of relaxing for me, okay, you know, you're still watching the track, but it's a little bit different from being a corner worker, you know, you're just up there making sure that the guys are there and, you know, if there's a, a, a crash or whatever, and they're up there in the pit area, you know, working the cars, we uh, lay back to Chris and what's going on, you know, and, and uh, I kind of thought to myself, you know, these guys are sitting there, you know, waiting for the next race to get, you know, for the race to come up there. I said, you know, I said, why don't I do something to maybe pump them up a little bit? And that's where my uh, my famous fist pumps came into uh, in, into play there. And um, if anybody knows or sees me at the racetrack before the features for the traditionals, I'm always giving the guys fist pumps, and that's my way of telling them, you know, I wish them good luck and everything. So that's where that kind of came about.
1: Right. Oh, that's very
0: uh, cool.
4: I'm yeah. just,
1: I'm just kind of stuck on the my famous fist pump when the hell did that become famous no it's uh <laughs> it well, is, it is totally when you race it. for him when everybody knows <laughs> it when you
0: race for him i mean you probably don't exactly. see it from the from the uh, fan perspective but uh but yeah yep. no, before the feature. and, and I, if i
4: the ahead, oh the
0: the first the, the funniest thing was when i first started racing for the umss um you know you're uh and i've, I've told david this too but uh you know i was scared to stick my hand outside the car to fist bump them cuz i didn't know if they were going to if they were like wait are they judging how tight my arm restraints are <laughs> you know what I mean? like, like if you can reach me you're not raising pal you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> but uh but yeah i guess what i what i thought was really interesting uh that I didn't realize, and we've been on several trips together, and and mm-hmm. uh, you know I had I had a phone out quite a bit, and I didn't realize that this was like I mean because what you're talking about with flag man, that's all I was being a race car driver, like you know that's all I wanted to be when I was a kid and whatever. So, um, and I watched the flag man and thought the flag man was cool, but I mean to have that focus on being an official, and I yep. and I it makes me really wonder if. Because it's so hard to find good help. If you got a guy like, hey, let me come and help you. You know what I mean? Like, I always dreamt of being a flag man. I wonder if they didn't, like, well, that's weird. Nobody want, Nobody wants to help. You know what I exactly. mean? Exactly. Like, and maybe that's why they didn't call. You know what I mean? It's and even, weird. But,
4: you know, and it's even hard to, you know, I'm just a random person. Nobody really knew me, you know. And it, it all kind of goes back to maybe like a trust factor, too. You know, that. Yep. You know, do they trust somebody to come in there and not you know, not screw up your soul, you know.
0: Well, apparently, uh, you know, he was uh the good Lord was setting you up for uh for a bigger destiny by right. uh, and, and and apparently yeah. testing your resolve. I mean because yeah. uh to to stick with it for that long. I mean not uh you know, like I said, I I don't have the had the same dream, but you know, I don't know that I would have been dissuaded after five years, but it mm-hmm. is tough. That rejection and, and, uh, not making it and not, I mean, you really got to ask yourself, is this something I really want or not? Exactly. So, yep. so yep. that's, so I got, we, I got an know.
1: announcing gig about the same way. Yeah. Really? Uh, I, I was, I'd been to the track probably six times and their announcer kind of annoyed me. And I went up to the promoter the one night and I says, Hey, here's a business card. It's got my name on the back. I've been doing some DJ stuff. It's a business card
0: for a tow truck company. Well, it, was, it was a business <laughs> card for smart. the DJ company I worked for. Oh,
1: okay. <laughs> I said, I've been doing nice. some DJ stuff, but it's kind of hit or miss right now. And, man, I'd love to come give it give it a shot on your mic. Yeah. And uh, maybe we could tag team the two of us and work some things out and see if we can not elevate the show a little bit. They
4: called you know, me the I've, next uh,
1: week. Huh?
4: Right. I've often thought about becoming a DJ too, there, Randy. So that was that's kind
0: of cool. Well, and you mean you with your with your moves? I mean your dance moves.
4: Pass. Wow! Yeah, <laughs> uh, my moves. Oh boy! You
1: you you you've got moves for a podcast. <laughs> He's got, <yeah>. uh,
0: absolutely. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, they're race moves. <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got to employ those moves on the front straight more often. Yeah, than, uh, oh, yeah. I
4: don't
1: know. Oh, uh-huh. maybe. Oh, so, I have to. You are going to get so much crap this summer if you don't. Uh, We're going to get the the
0: crowd chanting. (laughs) Peggy, Peggy. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs)
4: I may have to have some of that peach crown royal in me first. There you that. go. There you go. And then put the headset
0: on, and we'll see what happens. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Now I thought it was butter show. shots. Now we got to show. Yeah. Well, either or. I mean, yeah, depends on exactly. how bad you want a headache the next day. Right. Right. <laughs> so, so, well, what? Uh, um, I had a perfect question for you. What? What did? What is the transition? I guess. I mean, you want to be a flag man was kind of your deal. So. Yep. And now yep. you're a race director, and I know you yep. do a lot, you do a lot of flagging, or at least occasionally, yep. um, you yep. get you get to flag. So you know, kind of explain when you get to flag, and then what the yep. difference is between the two jobs. And you know, you know, is this where you really want to be?
4: Yep. To to continue on with my story, there back in uh, now we're up to like 2011. There, that's when uh, Ron uh, decided to, to buy you know, Capella Speedway and turn it into Santa Cruz Valley Raceway. And uh, on the same forum there, he had posted that, you know, they were looking for help. So I figured this time, you know, I had a little bit more experience. Maybe I'd have a shot. So I uh, once again answered that ad, uh, and uh, Ron got back to me. And again, I inquired about maybe becoming the flag man there. And he said once again that he thought he had the position filled, but he was, again, looking for corner worker. So I said, sure. I said, I could do that. Well, same a same weeks, corner? Talking with him, a corner worker. Yeah, yeah same, exactly. The same
0: corner or the other corner? How much did Actually, you charge?
4: A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, Bernhagen, you don't have no vision. <laughs> um, so he informed me after a couple of weeks that, um, the person that he had for the flagman position, uh, either never got back to him or just didn't pan out. And he asked if I wanted to do it. I said, well, absolutely. He goes, well, here's the catch though. Because I also need a race director. I said, oh, I said, okay. Um, I think I can do it. Sure. I can probably do both. You know, no experience doing either one of them. Why not? That's you know, just, just Why not? Yeah. no Right. So, uh, you know, the very first meeting that he had, he invited, you know, the people that were thinking about racing there and, and, and guys that had been to the racetrack, you know, there for forever. And, uh, he introduced me there and I remember the guy that was sitting next to me after, uh, Ron introduced me and he looked at me and he goes, do you have experience doing this? <laughs> said, the hell are you?" Uh, <laughs> kind of, yeah, I kind of kind of looked at him and, and kind of smirked a little bit. And I said, I don't actually, he goes, you know, he just he looked at me and he goes, you <sighs> so know, on that kind of face like that, like, Oh my God, you know, you're going to do this. <laughs> and I just, you know, I looked at him and I said, don't worry. I said, I'll be all right. I said, just give me a little bit of chance. You know, I'll, I'll be fine. Yeah. So when he did that, it kind of gave me the fuel, you know, like, you know, I can do this, you know? Right. So, I remember the very first night that the track opened up, I think it was either in June or July. And, uh, I was at work cause I, I, I'm actually a banker during the day. not many people know that, but, um, the whole time at work, I'm just trying to visualize what's going to be happening. And, and I was so nervous. And how far off was really your drawer like that in day? Front of yeah, I, you know, I did. It's, uh, I remember doing the pit meeting for the very first time and having all these eyes look at me and I don't think anybody, you know, I don't think anybody really took me seriously about how we were trying to run the show there or anything, you know, and, and, uh, I think the night almost went perfect. And, uh, I think we had the right amount of cars there. I think we only had like 50 some cars, which is perfect because just getting that experience of, of being on the race receiver and, and flagging and just, you know, getting our show down. Um,
0: so you guys had race, race receivers not, right away when you're, when you became a race director, you already had race receivers then. Yeah. Okay.
4: Correct. Yeah. 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 Yep. Cause that's
0: a, that's a big distinction from the old days when, yeah. <laughs> when you'd have yep. to chase the guy around with the tow truck to get him off the track yep. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. right. or, or yeah. run out with a rolled up yellow flag in your hand and a clipboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Ah,
4: interesting. So, uh, so, you know, and, and that's kind of how I got my first start. Um, and then, you know, Ron had his Sprinter series as well. And I thought, you know, I, I had fun with him and, and Ron and I got along really well. And I said, you know, I said, I might be able to help you out with your Sprinter series too. you know, do you need like a, a guy to, to push, you know, the sprint cars at different shows, you know? And he's like, sure. So I kind of hung around with, with, with the Sprint Car Series, a bad element, and uh, yeah, <laughs> the Outlaws. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, at the at the same year, there Chris also reached out to me about Granite City. Uh, he'd be working up there in Saint Cloud, and uh, that would be on Sunday nights. And he asked if I wanted to come out there. I said, "Well, you know what, Chris?" I said, "That's." two hours and and about slower than 20 minutes from my house one way. I said, I really want to, but I said, I need, you know, I would need just a little bit more, you know, just to cover my gas. He's like, okay. So he agreed to that. So on Sunday nights I would drive all up to Granite city and uh, I was the flagman up there. And on Sunday nights, that was my, that was my fun night because I could just relax. And you know, Chris would be race directing up there, and I'd be so you weren't, you weren't in
1: charge, you just got to throw the
0: flag. Yeah,
4: yeah, awesome. yep. he just had to throw and, the laundry
1: uh, around for a while. Yeah,
4: exactly. Yes, and uh, it was really fun up there. That, that that place is one of my favorite places to go just because you know, I had so much fun up there, right? And uh, I, I did that for the full year. Um, so I would do St. Croix on Friday night, and then if the sprint cars were at a different place on Saturday, I'd be doing that. And then on Sundays, I would drive up to Granite City and drive back. Wow. But, you know, after that season um, of traveling out there, it was, it became more of a, I don't know, I just, I just kind of got wore out oh, yeah. from the drive. Yeah, you get that's burned really out. That's scared.
0: well and yeah. Monday morning is uh, pretty ugly when you don't get done racing until probably nine and you're not home until midnight. Yeah. And
4: right. Yeah. Yep. No, that's uh
0: that, that'll take yep. its toll. That takes its toll on racers too. I mean that's uh
4: Correct. Yep. So So you know, that kind of you know, and then in two thousand fifteen there's drink Cry ended up closing. And I was kinda bummed about that. And uh That's I when Bernhagen ran
0: everybody bit. off, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: He doesn't do that. Come on. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> wow.
0: If everybody else can accuse him, so can we. <laughs>
4: You're Right. You know, and it, it, it's, it's a shame. I, I, I pulled around this too, that, you know, when, when that place ended up closing, you know, we were just getting our stride down and we were getting a, a good base core group of, of guys and, and fans that, you know, were coming there and, you know, part of me wishes, I could see where that place would be at today, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, it just didn't, it wasn't in the card. So right. um, in 2016, you know, I talked to Ron a little bit and, and he was kind of getting, you know, um, pulled in different directions from there. And, and I thought, you know, I could maybe try to help relieve some of that from him. And I said, you know, I said, I could probably be, you know, be, be the uh, race director. Uh, for your series if you wanted me to. And uh, so from 2016, I ended up being the race director, and, and uh, at racetracks that we would go to, I would do both. And uh, then in July of 2016, um, I was – actually, I should back up. The beginning of 2016, <laughs> I was contacted by <laughs> – My local racetrack (laughs) here about, um, they wanted me to come up there and and be the race director and flag man there. This is right outside your door. Correct. Which is, it's about two miles from my place. So I really thought long and hard about it and, and talked to Ron about it. And I said, you know, I have a good thing going here, but I said, part of me really wants to go and see what I can do at my local track. Mm Mm-hmm. So he said, "That's fine." He said, "You know, go ahead." He encouraged me to to, to do it, you know, and and uh, so I did. And, uh, That's just uh, like him
0: to do something per- dastardly like that.
4: <laughs> yeah, no, I know. <laughs> <That we're
0: on>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you so, guys keep uh, insulting him. I'm going to get him on the phone.
4: Good Lord, <laughs> nah, he's on vacation. <laughs> Yeah, he's on to
1: Florida.
0: He's <laughs> promoter money. So <laughs>
4: <laughs> anyway, sorry. So during the 2016 uh, racing series up at my local track here, um, again, I was kind of getting burned out. You know, I mean, it, it had been, you know, since 2009 of of going full tilt. You know, doing a racing thing and directing and and whatnot and. No, it just became kind of not fun for me again. And, uh, I decided to, you know, to give that up. And I remember the night that I had found somebody and, and introduced the drivers there to the other guy. And, and it felt like I was giving up my child. Oh yeah. It was,
0: it was, uh, it was, I know
4: it was a hard decision to do, you know, and, uh, basically just saying, you know what, maybe I'm just going to walk away for a while and just, you know, find that passion again, you know, mm-hmm. and, uh, so I kind of kept in touch with Ron there and told him what was going on. And, and he's like, well, you know, you can always come back with us if you want. And, uh, I contemplated a little bit and just thought about it and, and realized that I was having a lot of fun with the sprint car guys. Right. and uh
1: that you probably couldn't have yeah. any place else
4: well probably not cuz i didn't have anything else lined up and you know sometimes the unknown is can be difficult you know especially when you have a passion for for what you were doing you
0: know <laughs> oh absolutely and the uh,
4: mm-hmm.
0: uh you know the mentality of at the racetracks has has changed a little bit and i can't mm-hmm. a little I mean, oh <laughs> wow well, trying to be gracious here um, <laughs> it uh, but yeah I mean from from the guy that's trying to coordinate all the shows I mean, we all know, and especially me, because I am one. Um, how yep. big of babies that we can be at the racetrack! <laughs> yes, uh, you especially, can be. Especially as very important to the late model guys. Um, <laughs> I, I was, I was very important one time.
4: And, uh, oh, you okay there, Randy? <laughs> yeah, my goodness!
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I, I had a little. uh he choked uh, on something. <laughs> uh, but uh, but anyway, yeah, and, and so I can't imagine uh, some of the how some of those nights may have gone because I know some of the antics that I've seen and and perhaps been a part of it sometime and it's all now it's comical, but when <laughs> right. you were caught up in the drama of everything, it was like, yep. this is what you do. You know what I mean? Like, and right. I can right. remember at, uh, Menominee, I think like we staged a protest and I laughed cause I figured I was going to win the feature, but all the drivers, cause the track was rough, the lay model guys banded yeah. together. And said, we ain't going out there unless you grade. And mm-hmm. like, I stood with them, but I was totally. If they would have said go to your cars, I was totally going to go out there because I figured I could win.
2: <laughs> but, and I figured everybody
1: else probably would have too. He had, but, the, he had the monster truck set up in the car. <laughs> but,
0: uh, but yeah, um, you know, I would abandon them, uh, you know, that quick. But anyway, they yeah uh, they, they fired up the grader and went and graded the racetrack before he we went out. And yeah, uh, but I just thought, man, what a what a bunch of sissies we are. <laughs>
2: you know, what I mean, like, you know, but right? I can't
0: imagine on your side trying to you know cuz you're you're stuck in the middle as the race track you're you have to appease the owners you have to appease the fans you have to appease the racers well
1: Absolutely. or balance all three of those elements out so correct try to try really, to find that balance is not an easy task cuz y'all racers no, are a bunch not. of whiny little babies
4: especially on nights where it would <laughs> where it would uh you know you you be in the middle of the show and next thing you know it would rain a little bit and, yep. the, you know, the, the track would, you'd have to work the track back in and, you know, nobody wants to be the first group out there to get a lane going, to get it, you know, to get it run, to, ran, to get it run back in. Right. And those nights would be probably the, the most stressful nights, just trying to get people out there to get the show moving along, you know, Right. I mean, I get, you know.
0: So, so I got one question for you with that. Yeah. You know, they always say, you know, if you don't get out there and pack, you're going to the back. Have you has anybody in history ever put anybody to the back for not packing? To your um, name?
4: honest honestly, I believe I have. And that, that a was, boy.
0: That a boy. That's why you see that's yeah. why you're great.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that was a thing back in at St. Croix Valley, that was one of our things was, you know, each week we picked a class, if the track needed it, to go out there and pack. And I remember some of the guys that were in that division that would arrive, you know, 10 minutes before our pit meeting, and I would stop them as they're trying to find a spot and say, hey, you guys, just so you know, you know, if you guys aren't out there packing track, um, you, you're going to have to start in the back of your heat race, you know? Yeah. I mean, I wasn't the... The most favorite guy for telling them that, but you know, most people that know me, I, I don't play favorites. You know, I mean, I think that's the way it should be. Um, you know, I've got friends that race with the series, and they know on race night, hey, I mean business. You know, I'm an official, I'm not your friend. You know, hmm. so um, I think on some of those nights where those guys arrived a little bit later and they found out they had to pack track, you know, I okay. think I was called every name of the book, but you know what? Most, most of those guys unloaded quick and they were out there. You
0: right. Know? So. Right. Well, I think that's part of your, quick. uh, your secret recipe for uh, success is that, I mean, just listen to the tone of voice you're using now. I mean, that's that's the tone of voice that he basically uses all the time. So it's, it's really hard to get mad at the guy when he's like, hey, man, hey you're going to the back. Like, what? What? <laughs> like, what? Hey, yell at me or something so I can be yeah. mad.
4: <laughs> well, I have my moments. Don't worry. So. But that's the thing, though. On the race fever, you have to, I mean, there's nights where you have eight, nine cautions, you know, in a feature. And I can only imagine as a driver, that's got to be frustrating. And <laughs> if if I'm, you know, if, if I'm frustrated on the receiver, that doesn't add anything to it, you know, and that's right. one thing I've learned over the years is you have to remain calm as much, as, you know, as much as you can, even though you're frustrated, the drivers are frustrated, you know, the fans are frustrated, you know, they're listening to my voice. So if I didn't get them, To calm down, in the long run, that's a better thing. You know, that's a better situation to be in. And you know, and and at Saint Croix, I was I was known a time or two to give pep talks before uh, the features. You know, as their guys are coming on the racetrack and and the announcers telling all the sponsors and everything. Hey, I'd be in the race fever. I'd you know if I saw something in the heat race, I would tell them. You know, hey, this is what's going on in the heat race. It's gonna stop. I want you guys to raise clean, you know, respect each other, and just go out there and have fun, you know. Right. And uh, <laughs> some liked it, some didn't. But I found out more times than than none, um, they liked it, and then that's kind of how I think I earned their respect was I didn't really beat her on the bush, you know. I called them out and. Um, yeah,
1: the ones that didn't every, like it were the ones that were getting called out.
4: Exactly. <laughs> Cause they knew exactly you
1: know, who they were. <laughs>
4: yep. Yep. And I, I tried not to let that bother me. And I knew that, you know, cause I think everybody lets things bother them every, every once in a while. Um, so I just kept telling myself, you know, you just do you, you just do what you think is best. Yep. And, uh, well, I mean working out.
0: The the I think the thing you that I noticed anyway early on in racing was that uh you know it, you think that that guy is going to be angry with you forever for as mad as he was, mm-hmm. but you know, next week he, he it's over, you know, exactly. or whatever, you yep. know. And that's one of the mentalities I think that's starting to change as people are holding grudges yeah. a lot longer than they used to. But, mm-hmm. but, uh, no, I will say with your, uh, with your inspirational, uh, little speech before we go green, um, in the UMSS feature, it does, it definitely, uh, um, normally when they say, Or you see the single flag up in the air and you know you're going green, you know, that's when all of a sudden it kinda everything becomes real. Like, okay, you know, there's Mm -hmm. you know, there's thirty four cars on the racetrack because Ron doesn't believe in B (laughs) (laughs) mains. I'm just gonna keep taking shots at him. (laughs) But anyway, and it's just like, okay, you know, now and you're you're planning that first lap and you're you know, you, you want to go hard, but you don't want to crash. And, and, uh, that's when it gets really, you know, intense. And so, uh, honestly, you know, and I'm not, I'm not churching this up because we're, we're friends, but you know, just, I actually, I had you, I'm assuming that it's on Randy's computer, the, you know, kind of the, the series or the statement that you go through before uh, before yeah. we go green and it's, you know, I'm not going to say that it's like calming and focusing and whatever, but it's, <laughs> it takes the edge off. Right. Um, it, right. It, you settle in, you go, okay, you know what? We're in good hands here. We're going to be fine. And, you know, and it, you kind of get that refocus, like, because everybody is there on that first lap to win. And, uh, right. you know. just because yeah, that that's hope. where the
1: checkered flag counts. You yeah. know what? <laughs> we're not race car
0: drivers because we're inherently bright, intelligent people. You know what I mean? Like, we like loud, fast, dirty things and are making poor decisions. So. That's, uh,
1: but, (laughs) well, thanks. Welcome to my life. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's
0: different though. But, uh, but no, um, so well, I know Randy's been messing around on his computer as you've been talking here and I don't know if he's got anything that he can play yet or not, but,
1: uh, nothing of Sean.
0: Okay. Okay. So, but I, we will I, have we will I, get I can't those sound bats. We want to uh <laughs> we're going to use them as bumpers at some point here for uh for ads yep. and for coming in and going out cuz uh I sure. think it's it's pretty cool and it's I think it's awesome for the for the fans uh to hear what the drivers are hearing so. Yeah, I did mm-hmm. I
1: did find this though. Nice.
2: <laughs> doesn't sound like Sean. Oh, happy bro, that's not <laughs>
0: to believe. You know, he always got an extra pack of cigarettes rolled up in his t shirt sleeve. Oh boy. He
2: got a tattoo on oh, his baby.
0: Yeah. You, you must have
2: done, done pretty You say,
0: hey, uh, 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 oh, he is a, track, demon, a Oh boy. <laughs> oh, rapid Roy <laughs> So who even is this? <laughs>
1: Oh my god, yeah. really? Oh, I, no, I've, no, I've never I've never heard that. Song. Holy crap. Now I feel old. <laughs> the singer's name was Jim Croce.
0: Oh, I know who um, I know who that is, but I guess I never
1: That's one of Jim Croce's songs and it's from hey. like 1968.
0: I you know what? You know what song we need to start using on this podcast, The Stroke Race. I heard that song the other day.
4: Oh. Charlie
1: Daniels band.
0: Uh-huh. So, uh huh. <laughs> so anyway, uh, anyway, not to detract from Sean, this this is part of the theme of the podcast. Is uh, we get sidetracked. Right, yeah. Very. Easily. I,
4: thought it was, I thought it was a beach boys at first, but then <laughs> yeah, that's right.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. We like the a warm theme here. <laughs> no, love no. winter. <laughs> so anyway, um, continue on. Like, what's uh, I I know you still do some flagging. Um, do don't you flag for the world of allas occasionally?
4: Is that... um well. <laughs> That's kind of a funny story, too. I I had the opportunity to play for the uh, World of Outlaws at Cedar Lake a couple years ago. And uh, the the funny story is I I really didn't find out until I walked through the gate about 45 minutes prior to our pit meeting. Um, (laughs) I walked in and, and Chris Heinbach from Cedar Lake Ran over to me and he's like, Hey, 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 do you want a flag tonight for the World of Outlaws? <laughs> you know, and you, you, you look at him, and it's like, What did you just say? You know? Right, right. And uh, he goes, yeah, You want a flag? I said, "Um, uh, You know, yes. I'm, yes, I'm I race I directing for. Well, yeah. <laughs> but I said, Well, I'm race directing for our series. Huh, so? Uh, well, uh, yeah, okay, yeah, let's do it, you know. Awesome. So from that, on the rest of the night, I think my heart was pounding out of my chest, and uh, I remember the very first time that I, I gave him the green flag for a hot lap, and the sand the underneath me—it it shook like no,
0: no oh, other. Yeah. I bet.
4: And it,
1: that's, uh, that's like standing on top of a tornado,
4: right? <laughs> oh, it's 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 unreal. I wish everybody could experience that once. Um, just. You know, of course the raw power that they have, the speed, uh, the dust that they kick up, um, I mean everything it was it was just, just cool. a It's just
0: cool, man. <laughs> yeah. I,
4: yes.
0: I bet so and so, so would you say and I'm not to interrupt your story, but would you say that this yep. was like the peak of your your childhood dream realized? I mean it, it, I mean, how it could it get much, much better than that? I mean, that's the the yes. most badass machine, you know, that races on,
4: on anywhere. Dirt, absolutely. Um, you know, and, well, I mean, and everything went well. Yeah, right. I mean, everything went well that night, and uh, um, I remember, you know, my parents coming down and and my girlfriend Jody uh, met me in the pit area there after the race were done, and I mean, I was. You know, if you've ever, ever been to a World of Outlaw show, I mean, they kick up dust like no other. Yep. And I was layered in dust, but I didn't care. I I had a, I had a fall. And uh, I remember coming home that night and looking myself in the mirror, and I had like a distinct line on my forehead from my hat. And
0: right, everything. right. That's and, awesome.
4: Uh, I took a shower, and my skin was... So smooth after that, I tell you what—it was just like uh, I was getting sandblasted, You know, it was—it it was, was
1: exfoliating it was, yeah,
4: exactly, go. and I'll—I'll uh, I'll never forget that. That was probably my my second thing off my bucket list, um, and my first actually became a reality too, thanks to Ron. A few years ago, I got to meet uh, Doug Clark down at. I was uh, just
0: gonna ask about that. I th- I was gonna yep. I was gonna say Doug Clark must have been your hero.
4: Yeah, you know, growing up, I think on either Saturday or Sunday night, or on Sundays, that uh, they would replay some of the, the races down there at Knoxville, and uh, I just remember always seeing the great big green flag, you know, waving oh, yeah. down there in the because uh, they took the green flag, you know, and and thinking, boy, it'd be neat neat to be either like him or even meet him because I think everybody knows who Doug Clark is. Right. And uh, Ron set that up for me. Um, His series was down in, uh, I think it was in Iowa, northern Iowa, uh, the night before, and uh, he uh, couldn't make it to, to Knoxville and asked if I wanted to go there, and I said, sure, you know, and he's like, well, I might be able to get you in the flag stand. I said, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, I could probably get you in the flag stand. Maybe to flag some uh, hot laps or something." I said, "You can do that, boy. <laughs> you know, you know, go That's for awesome, it." Awesome, yeah. And and I remember going there and, and meeting Doug and and his son Justin and uh, you know just a couple of really down to earth, nice guys, and they made me feel at home, you know. And I was that was probably the most nervous. I have ever been racing um, at a racetrack flagging because here I am up in Doug Clark's stand.
0: Right, and, and his, he's and behind thrown.
4: Yeah, and, and I'm waving some bedsheets. I mean, right. his flags are huge. Yeah. And uh, I noticed that both him and Justin would wear one of their things around their, their uh, forearms. Mm-hmm. And I know why.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: <laughs> um. But again, just being there and in, in, in his flag sand and 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 having those guys go past you. I mean, you're talking a big half mile track. That oh
0: yeah, now all you can basically
4: see, yeah. You know, all you see is them coming at you and then going by you and then they're you know you don't see them again until they come back around and. I think I waved his flag for about a minute straight. And I just remember telling myself, oh my gosh, my, my arm is burning, but I cannot <laughs> drop Doug Clark's flag no yep, matter yep, what I do. Throw you know. out of the stand. <laughs> exactly. yeah. Oh, and that's awesome. that experience in itself was unreal. And the only way I can describe that feeling is having a crotch rocket go by you or underneath you at about 180. Yep. So that's what it's like. I no, mean they're crazy. just
1: flying there. Yeah. Yeah, and I got to take them so, to a drag race.
4: <laughs> oh, wow. I want to in the no world there I, the I uh, know there's not.
0: Drag, drag racing is very cool and it is something everybody should experience once cuz it's unreal. I mean, it's yeah. it is like the first time you see the world of All hours where you just literally can't believe that something can go that fast. That's all yep. NHRA yep. is, but but you know, I mean it's lame because there's no flagman. So
2: <laughs> there used to be, right? There used to be. Well, there used to be yeah. a lot of things. So <laughs> but that's uh, no,
0: that's uh, that's awesome. I was I was actually going to bring up Doug Clark because uh, I figured that he must be uh, must be somebody you noticed anyway. But I'll tell you, when I, I raced uh, Knoxville, the first uh, late model nationals, and Doug Clark was was of course the flag man, and he's the one that ran the pit meeting. And yep. I'm telling you, there was there was no question about who was in charge and how it was going to work. Um, and he was very nice and he was very cordial. And I actually went up and shook his hand after just to say that I had met him, you know. And I because mm-hmm. I was yep. I was geeking Glory out, too, Hound. kind of, you know. I mean, uh, who who knows? I, I had no business being there in the first place, let alone actually <laughs> racing. So what the hell, you know? I was going to live in the moment. And uh, but anyway, yeah. And uh, I just the uh, you know his presence. Uh, not exactly. only the fact that you know the guy or, or you've seen him, you know, on, on TV and whatever, but uh, I mean, you just got that stoic, like, hey, you know, this I know what's going on, this is how this is going.
4: exactly you know, I mean, that's business. very cool, exactly. yep, yep. So. He's got that deep voice, you know, too. That oh, yeah, once he starts talking to you, it's like, oh, yeah, you there pay he is. attention, that's park, you know, yeah,
0: oh, here's your beach voice, <laughs> Randy. Somebody needs to move Randy away from the control. <laughs> <part>. <laughs> <laughs>
4: this
0: chair's too close. <laughs> oh boy!
4: There we go. Yeah, this
0: is for this is dedicated. This goes all you uh, uh, Ron Bernhagen fans out there, sunning himself right now in uh, in Florida. He had a minor uh, earlobe injury yesterday, but uh, it's all cleared up. Did he oh. get bit by a crab? Uh, no. His earlobe dried out and cracked and started bleeding or something. Um, I think yeah, I, I think he got a piercing.
1: I, I think he got bit by a crab.
0: <laughs> so,
1: yeah, he, he he was a bikini bottom looking for SpongeBob. And
0: crab, crab <laughs> was a crab. Ran, got bit by a crab.
1: Ran into some trouble at the Krusty Crab.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: but uh, but anyway, so what else? So you
0: so you, you ran the uh, the the world. You got to you were the guy for the world of all us at Cedar Lake, and yep. you got to yep. flag into so. What else is on the list? I mean, what else for a flagman slash race director? What else? is there to accomplish.
4: You know, it's as odd as this can sound, I've never been to the Daytona Five Hundred. Um, you and I, either, I, I went right? to,
0: you got to touch Kevin Harvick's hand when I was. I did.
4: You. Yes, we went, <laughs> we went to Dallas last year, and and uh, I I remember walking in front there on the on the front stretch with you guys and. I looked at the stage there, and all of a sudden, there's you know people were starting to line up there on the end, and I thought, man, that's where the drivers I'm come out, doing you know? it, yeah. And yeah, and I I looked at you and I said, I'm going to stand right here, and you looked at me and went, for an hour and forty five minutes. And I said, <laughs> right. I am. They're not coming anytime soon, but I know. But you so, needed to. You did what you
0: had to do to actually be in that line because it was uh yeah it was and and actually, Ron and I went up to the grandstand and and sat down and watched it all from the grandstand and and uh but that's i think both of us had when we talked about it the uh kind of the same feeling i mean it's super cool to see somebody get to do something it's just like the arrival drives you know you see people they right. get to do something they never thought they'd get to do you know yep. and so yep. uh,
4: i became that i became that eight-year-old kid that uh stood in line for you know yeah hours just uh to high five guys you get Exactly Lo-fi yep. Kevin Harvick. Yep. he
1: was yep. he was I'm gonna be my pants excited <laughs> you know? yeah. so I know that was pretty cool
0: no, that's awesome. <laughs> but what else I mean professionally now you know not not banker wise but uh race wise like what's what's the next step I mean just whatever comes along or I mean I realize yeah, you know you you know you're gonna be running the UMSS here in the next couple yeah. of
4: years. Well, uh, well, we'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, <laughs> that's what I keep telling them. Yes. Doing <laughs> well. <laughs> um, you know, just really, what? If I think about it, what I really want to do is just have fun. I mean, wherever it takes me, it takes me. Um, if I'm having fun with it, I'm going to continue to do it. You know, we we have some really good guys that that race with us and and girls. That in itself. Just brings enjoyment, enjoyment to me. Gender you know, bias.
1: Just,
0: I said and girl.
1: Gender <laughs> bias. Yeah yeah. Oh the
4: guy yeah, I gotcha, yeah. Uh, <laughs> the guys and gals, sorry. What
1: are and Anna's gonna kick your butt. I know. <laughs> Man, Leah. <laughs> well Leah's a
0: northern renegade anyway, so yeah.
4: Yep.
0: <laughs> but No, yeah. I'm, ho- I'm I'll still I'm get her to kick to your butt there. just for
1: that though.
4: Yeah, I know. But I'm hoping <laughs> I'm hoping to hit some of the the Renegade shows this year. I've I know I've said it for you're coming up for the Northern at least Swing, a couple of years. right? Yep, to go up there and and uh, you know be able, be of uh, some assistance up there and and help and maybe train a little bit if you guys have you know somebody that has questions or or you know whatnot. Oh, there's June, lots
1: of us that have questions. June twenty fifth,
4: twenty sixth,
1: twenty seventh, and twenty eighth. Mark your calendar.
4: Yep, actually, I have it off, so I will be up there.
1: Yes, you will. <laughs> <laughs> See, Bring your golf clubs, though, dude. And we'll get to the Peggy
0: okay. thing, too. Um, but, uh, um, yeah, Peggy actually missed one of our conference calls because he's a part of uh, this you know, this whole trying to bring everybody together and get our brand out there. Right. And uh, he missed one. And so now we know he's utilizing his calendar because we gave him a lot of static. Right? <laughs> <laughs> We're missing the, the Sunday... Uh, sunday sermon so where the hell does
1: peggy come from
0: yeah yeah tell us the story oh boy. please hold yeah
1: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah because um, i keep hearing him call you peggy 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 and i'm like what the hell do you yep. lose a leg
4: <laughs> no
0: <laughs> no it's from those commercials uh, it is
4: yeah uh, well ron and i are both big hockey fans and when we first met each other uh, during NHL games, there used to be the Discover Card commercials. And if you ever get a chance to Google on YouTube or go to YouTube and, and search for uh, Discover Card Peggy commercials.
0: Yeah, they're,
4: and they're hilarious.
0: And you'll remember them once you see other, them. Everybody remembers yeah. them once they see them again.
4: Yes. And <laughs> one of the characters in there is a guy that answers the phone for the credit card. He's like in Siberia. (laughs) Exactly. You know, and his name is Peggy. And just the way that he says it, you know, if you ever need to laugh, just, you know, that's, that's what you need to watch. And after those commercials came out, that used to be a big thing between Ron and I. If something was getting too serious or, you know, we needed to laugh, we would just call each other Peggy. Yep. And... I guess that kind of the two kind of stuck with me, you know? yep. so Yeah. So we both special to Peggy and, and my radios. USA Prime Peggy, <laughs> my name is Peggy. <laughs> <laughs> Peggy,
0: okay. Wait, we got, got a lot going on. I got Charlie Daniels singing like a, like over you. the Peggy commercial. <laughs> <laughs> I told you it's too close to the. It's too close to the computer. <laughs> All right, <laughs> can you play it again? Play it again so we can hear it. Oh, hang on. So we know it's coming. Uh, he won't stop laughing. <laughs> yeah. No, the uh, the Peggy thing is actually perfect. And then especially the other day when uh, when we were messaging or whatever, and then Ron said, please hold. And ever since yep, then, like exactly. every, every time I hear <laughs> that phrase, it makes me laugh now.
4: Yeah, yeah. All right.
1: Oh, all right. yeah, my radio. All right, hang on
0: okay thank you for calling USA Prime Credit my name is Peggy
4: you have problem Peggy okay I've been waiting for 15 <laughs> minutes for someone to pick up
0: your tenacious like bull I like
1: <laughs> please hold no, no, no. <laughs> please hold so pretty <laughs> Want better customer service? Switch to Discover.
3: Uh,
0: Rank number
4: one in co- Yeah.
0: That's great. So,
4: there's a bunch of those commercials out there, so if you ever need a laugh, go ahead and uh, search for those. Uh,
0: oh yeah. Man. We're definitely getting you a Peggy shirt now. <laughs> yeah, thanks. So pretty. <laughs> yeah, <exactly>. So pretty. <laughs> oh, that's
1: awesome. Oh yeah. <laughs> See, I just happen to know a guy that's got access to a vinyl printer. Yeah. <laughs> Uh
0: we uh maybe we should make we're making these big driver profiles this year we just uh, we just fortunately and this will be the time to uh to plug we have a we have a new uh vinyl uh supplier supplier friend um that that has an undetermined name at this point but uh, Uh if anybody if anybody's looking for uh for vinyl graphics or any other creative cool stuff that has to do with uh printing creative things on vinyl um, and are willing
1: they, to take a chance on a couple of relative newbies yeah yeah the, the stuff that that's been
0: done so far though that's where all the renegade stickers came from last year um that's they're just kinda getting rolling though, but uh they can contact me uh two one eight three nine eight seven eight zero seven
1: if you can get uh, him to answer the phone,
0: yeah, well, text if you can't so um but anyway um so but we just did the these big uh, the first big driver profile, and it's like six foot tall, four foot wide, giant. Right. Giant! uh It's Jory Hughes with his race car in the background. I mean, this thing is awesome.
1: It's so massive.
0: So we need to do a giant Peggy one.
1: Oh no! <laughs> yeah, we'll <have> <laughs> uh, and and Sean was the one that decided to phone it in for the photo shoot. Oh,
0: that's right. Yeah, he couldn't couldn't be bothered to come up for <laughs> that. So you know no, how these I, yeah, bankers
1: had, are.
4: All right, I had to work and and. By the time I got done, I couldn't make it up there in time for the Uh meeting on Friday night because it had been—it's about three hours and a
1: little over three hours for
4: me to come up there. So yeah. Yeah. And it was, could make that one, but cause you couldn't get could your make skirt
1: rolled down far enough to get in the car. You
4: know, I couldn't, just, it,
0: was, it was hard. Well, uh, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the snowstorm that we got on the way home too. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't what was probably, I, I think that we'll have to have another photo shoot. We, I know we have a couple drivers that we'll have to catch up with. So maybe, uh, maybe we get closer to the season or even, uh, Maybe after the season starts.
1: Maybe after practice yeah. day. Yeah,
0: yeah, because we want to get some current pictures of cars and whatever too. But uh, the go. stuff yeah. turned
1: out really cool. So good. it's uh, good deal. We're we're, we're going to have a bunch of them to start with, anyways. Yeah. Uh, no,
0: no Peggy one, though right away. <laughs> so
1: uh, don't ever don't ever count me out. Well, maybe. <laughs> I, I'm I'm pretty sure Vince has got a picture of Peggy somewhere.
4: Yeah, that's oh, true. I'm sure he does. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so so what
0: else for this season? Anything new, anything exciting? Uh, just business as usual, taking on more of a, an active role and running the show, or what's what's happening?
4: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's going to be business as usual for me and, and you know, helping out Ron and, and whatnot, and I'm hoping that uh, more of a leadership role as far as doing the driver's meetings, you know, um, I'm not one to get in front of a large crowd and, and, you know, and, and talk in front of them, but I think uh, I need to get back into being, you know, in my uncomfortable zone and just work on that um, to get better with that. Um, so, yep. you know, it's just business as usual and, and make sure that I continue to have fun and make sure that the drivers are safe on the track and, and relax and, you know, just just do my part.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, Ron, like I said, definitely hit the jackpot and all of us did with uh, your involvement in racing. And uh, I'm actually staring at some Northern Renegades University stickers that we've already made. Um, And I, I believe um, (laughs) as this thing starts to grow, um, you've been nominated for, uh, you know, the race director training program as well. So, yeah. uh, so that's yeah. that's gonna be
1: really exciting for you. Yeah. <laughs> so I mean, whether you like that. it or not. <laughs> so. the, the, for the whole three people that are gonna show up for that no, episode. Oh no, they'll, uh, <laughs> this, this
0: thing takes off. There's gonna be uh, there'll be a demand for that. I I do think that there's a lot of people out there that want to be involved in racing and either don't know how or don't realize that there's these roles that need to be filled. And, uh, you know, we're we're still kind of looking for our own um, Sean. I mean, we have uh, Jason, who is awesome, and he was our race director last year, but he's still learning. And um, I'm not sure, you know, his capacity, I think if we found somebody complimentary to him. Um you know i think it would be it would be great i mean he's a he's a hell of an instructor and a, and just a great guy and he he's gets what's going on but uh i think he's uh kind of like you felt you know originally where but he doesn't you know he's been a fan forever and uh, I'm right. starting to understand the operation side of it but uh especially thanks to uh you know hanging out with you guys and and the help you've given yep. him but uh but yeah i mean these roles are tough to fill so so having somebody like you is uh is That's crazy good. And that's good news for all of the Renegades. Thank you.
4: (laughs) Well, no, I mean, it's great. It's
0: good news for all of the series because, uh, you know, there's so many things to do. Um, You know, not you know, Ron is busy, I'm busy, you're busy, mm-hmm. I mean, but there's right. so many questions, and you know, you got a guy like Miles coming into night one with, you know, like 400 cars and 75 shows, and whatever, exactly. you know, and he hasn't had a show yet, so I mean, yeah. I I would say there's a high likelihood that you'll be traveling with Ron and I out to uh, that first show, just so we can try and manage the chaos, and keep, keep <laughs> right. poor Miles from
1: uh, losing his mind,
2: Yeah, sticking well, he kind of well. already did,
1: but. <laughs> yeah, he's, a, he's, hey. such a good, he's such
0: a good guy and everything he uh you know he just has a good way of uh of getting through stuff i mean i know i'm fully confident even without our help he'll be fine but hopefully yeah. we can uh make his uh learning curve a little less steep. so
4: for sure yep but yep. uh
0: well anything else uh any any shout outs or any anything else you uh that the people the the masses like i'll know 16 18 of them you're bra- i know you got some friends <laughs> yeah. will be listening so that should add to our yeah yes, yep. so you uh, know
4: really you know if i if i have to thank anybody you know really the, the people i i owe a lot of thanks to is for one you know of course is ron um for sticking with me for as long as he has um i've learned a lot from him and you know not many people see the side that you and i see of him right um it's so, hard. To, it's
0: hard to break through that shell. That's what I'm hoping that people hear him on here yep. and they get a little better of idea of you know how right, how yep. gentle and what a what a good guy he is. But he's a tough guy at the track. I I thought he was a shark for quite a while. That's what I had classified him as. But uh, no, right. he's, he's yep. not. His earlobes earlobes get uh, dry and bleed like all the rest of ours. So. It's not, <laughs> it's not.
1: But, uh, and then, yeah, <laughs> I don't want to know that kind of thing no that was from, that was
0: from the, that was a story from today. I talked to him today on the phone, and he said he was at at the racetrack at daytona, and uh he he didn't moisturize his earlobe was in the sun too long, so it was a tragic story, but it has a happy ending, so
4: right <laughs> anyway, you know and and the the next person really that I you know i i kind of owe a big thank you to is is really chris Steppen. um. You know, we still kind of remain in touch here and there, and and I work for some of his shows as well if he needs somebody. And uh, I've learned a lot between Chris and and Ron on, you know, on really what to do on race night. Um, You know, so those two people I really – they really got me got me in involved in, in my officiating and
0: uh Well I'm I'm gonna take tenant. I'm gonna take the opportunity and not to uh, steal the spotlight but to uh give a little plug for Chris Steppen too because uh um I've known him for a long time. He was actually the first guy that ever wrote anything like really cool about me in the all the dirt and mm-hmm. uh, and I still remember that article and oh he was lying his butt off with me I didn't care <laughs> <laughs> and and, uh, and but that was so cool to see your name you know framed up with something and so I mm-hmm. of course I was kind of a fan right away of him and, uh, and then to see all the stuff he's done with racing. And he gets a lot of criticism, um, from a lot of people that don't understand how all this stuff works, but I mean, yep. he has, he has really good shows and, uh, I hope that he's making money because you know, there's no other, you know, people don't understand that. That's you. There's so much to all this that, uh, exactly. I mean, yep. he, uh, he's putting something out there that, and putting his own neck out on the line. And that's the one thing that no matter what you or anybody else has to say positive or negative about him. He held a race at Cedar Lake, uh, many years ago. I was racing the late model and it, it literally flopped and it wasn't, it just was weather and timing. And, you know, I'm sure he learned a lot, but I mean, he, he took a $40,000 bath and, mm-hmm. um, and he wrote everybody their checks and he honored right. what he said he was going to do. And you know, yep. I'm gonna be honest. I don't, I don't know that I know anybody at least in that time period, that would have done that same thing that would have, will, right. you know, he, he willingly took a bath because one, he knew that he could not, he made an agreement with those racers and they held up to their end mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah. and he paid him And uh, that's just, yep. I mean, you hear a lot of horror stories, especially from, you know, back in the day, but, you know, Chris is a really good dude. And of course uh, he must've saw something in you originally as well. So that's uh, that's cool. I'm glad that he's part of your story.
4: Yeah. Yep. For sure. Yep.
0: So what about Jody? You, certainly, she's got a role in this.
4: She, yes, yeah, she's probably one of my my, if not the number one supporter um, that I've got. You know, other than my parents and and of course my daughter, um, but she uh, she works retail, and it's hard for her to get to all the shows that we have. But you know, if if she's within you know, even an hour or two, she'll, she'll make the drive and she may get there late, but she's there and she's got on, uh, the headset and, and the scanner and everything. And oh, she's she listens to, to you live, huh? I'm pretty much in live. That's you know, awesome. And, I'm nudging the guy next That's my guy. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's and then, awesome. You know, the, the, the funny thing is, is she'll even share her headset and scanner to just, random people that she may see a time or two at the racetrack. Oh, you know, that's cool. and, that's and having cool. the, the yeah, and having the scanner and the headset on during the races, you know, it gives you a different perspective and, and it it helps you understand what's really going on. It's not you know oh absolutely there may be uh, if we're doing laps under caution or whatever there's pretty a pretty good reason why, you know. Yeah. So I would encourage, you know, People that go to the racetrack and, and they're sitting in the stands to, to, to buy a scanner and buy a headset and, and get the frequencies from somebody. I mean, they're out there. And we went, know, and,
0: we went to that NASCAR we, race and you had that stuff. And I'm telling you, I, like you, I mean, it's almost unwatchable without a headset yeah, with the headset, exactly. with the headset. It's actually okay. It's all, you know, you, I mean, yeah. it, it's good, but without the headset, yep. when you, you just, they're just get spread out and, so no, I could see at a local racer and we've talked about it on here. One of the things that's changed in local racing is you know you used to have the guy you know the the race director used to be the guy on the front stretch right on the
4: front you know, stretch exactly or no. or
0: up in the tower telling the guy on the front stretch and he you know he would line stop them all on the front stretch and you know pointing mm-hmm. to his you know to his rear end you know
1: and cars you know uh-huh. and it
0: was a show that was a that's part of what's missing nowadays is you're absolutely right the fans maybe don't even understand what's going on
1: we miss the hanky
0: hula you know- yeah yeah Don hanky <laughs> the first feature I ever uh, I I don't know. If I even wanted, I I think I just let it. Um, and I think I ended up like second, but he, uh I I did the old jerky, you know, start or whatever, you know, hammer the brakes, hammer the gas, you yeah. know, because people had done it to me, you know, so I thought that's what you did. <laughs> And he about pulled me out of my car on the front
1: stretch. This guy, like, you never do that on my racetrack again. I swear, to you, I don't care if you're leading
0: the race. I was scared to death of him. He come over after the race, maybe I did when I'm here because he come over and like congratulated me or whatever. And I was scared. when he come walking up, I was scared to death. And he shook my hand or whatever, and I never did that again. Never, never have done it again because well, I'm still scared of him.
4: You know, you still have some of the guys that don't either listen to you in the receiver or for whatever reason, you know, they're just they're just not listening. So you still have to go back to your old school ways and and, you know, point at your butt and then they get the hint of yeah. you know that we yeah. need business or that we're talking to them, you know. So I just, I think you good. should
1: be doing it no matter what. It's no, hard to spring because they they can always say, oh, I didn't hear that. My race receiver yeah, exactly. wasn't working. Well, you saw the hand right. signals, didn't you, moron? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's
0: exactly how Sean talks to us on the radio. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, you know, I, I should really take him down to Boone. Yeah, for the IMCA Super Nationals because the guy that does the, the race the Boone, director. Iowa? Yeah, yeah. The IMCA okay. Super Nationals down there, the, their race yep. director is absolutely no nonsense. Really? Oh, man. I was down there. Wow. I've, I've been down there twice. And there was one day on the modified show in a heat. They had like nine cautions and hadn't got a lap in. Ooh. And he's on the receiver. he's going, okay, the next one of you that spins out gets the checkered flag. I'm sick of this crap. It's 10 laps. It's 10 cars. <laughs> There's only one of you that hasn't spun out yet. If you do it, you're all
0: going home. Yeah. Wow. No, that's. Uh, I'll tell you. You know, uh, Terry Terry Volts. Um, when I when he ran Aberdeen, I went out to Aberdeen one the the first time ever on a street stock, and uh, and he uh, he said at the pit meeting, he said there's going to be uh, there's going to be three cautions in every feature. And I thought, well, how the hell does he know? You know what I mean? What is he, Nostradamus? He he said, uh, there's going to be three cautions. He said, because the first caution, we're going to put you to the back. Second caution, we're going to put you to the back. Third caution, you're going to the pits. Don't care. So everybody involves going to the pits, and he was right in every feature. The, the, the minute you see them cars get kicked off the racetrack, nobody—it was miraculous. Nobody spun out again, or if they did, they kept
1: going. Everybody had open wheel respect. It was, uh, yeah, it was something. He was,
0: uh, he was absolutely spot on. So uh, that tough guy thing works sometimes, you know. Well, geez. I mean, it, you know, it's not all.
4: It's not, you know, it on race nights, you know we have we're a team. You know we've got the other officials that are there, and you know I, I'm just a small part of it. You know you you've got the drivers that respect each other. You know that's part of it. You got the other officials that, you know, that you trust, and you know that if something happens, <laughs> he made it, it funny. Officials <laughs> that you trust, <laughs> you trust on?
1: <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs>
4: I just think, you know, I think one, one night uh, we were racing and, you know, one of our officials, Mark Meisner, who I consider probably, you know, I, when I think of Mark, I think of, of uh, working Woody. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know. That's a good, you, that's a good
0: analogy. Supposed,
4: yes. Mark is, I love Mark. I love working with Mark. he, he goes 110% from... He's
0: very enthusiastic.
4: <laughs> ...to the end. You know, whatever we ask of Mark, he never says no. He never, you know, he's like, yep, I'm there. Let's do it. You know, if we need something, Mark Mark is the best. And the one night that he was not, he couldn't make it, I was lost without Mark. Yep. So really, Mark is, is somebody, you know, I trust a, a lot at on race nights. And if he's not there you know, I'm lost without him. So I, I really, you know, there's my plug for Mark, of course, you know, but oh, that's, that's
0: he's, he's, he's a, the unsung hero of the UMSS. I mean,
4: he is, he does not get enough credit. And even, you know, it's funny. My parents, they, they make the comment too, after, you know, the races are done. Boy, oh, hey Mark, you know, he's, he's right there. If there's a caution and, and he's, you know, right on the spot and he just, he's a go-getter, isn't he? And I said, yeah, Mark, Mark is the best. And he's, if you ever talk to Mark, he's always laughing.
0: Oh yeah. Never, no matter
4: what it is. He's, he's, he's always got a laugh smile on his face and he's always he
0: enthusiastic. No, he's a, and well, that's, but, and that's the part of what makes the UMSS such a great series. And I think the pattern that we're all trying to follow, I mean, just mm-hmm. you have really good people that, uh, you know, I mean, they, they say the prayer at the beginning and, uh, and, you know, yep. right in front of the fans and, and that, yep. we're all we're about all that stuff that's uh that's really yep. something and For it's sure. quite the quite the way you know in stark contrast of the way things kind of end up getting done nowadays um right so it's uh it's a, a breath of fresh air and i think that's part of what's you know that that show has run so well and travels so well to other places that uh mm-hmm you know that's really set the stage for the rest of us to uh, to find some success. So so we just I mean honestly, you know and again not to I'm not not kissing your butt here, but that's uh um it, it it's a really high benchmark and that's exactly you know what the shows need to look like when we go places, you know, the way that you guys yep. conduct yourselves and conduct business. That's that's it, man. Well, it- so
4: you know, I mean, we like I said, we can only do so much, but it's the guys, the drivers that, that bite into what we're doing and, you know, and have enough for, for each other to put on a good show. Well, and
0: I'm going to tell you, the uh, um, part of that is that, uh, um, you know, I've been working in construction a long time. And when you start a project, a new project, everybody's about safety, right? I mean, they go to the safety meeting, and they're hammering your butt your heart and all The safety, safety, safety. We want you to go home, right? I'm telling you at the end of 90% of, of construction projects, nobody gives a crap if you go home or not. <laughs> if you got to get that job done, you can be out there naked. I don't care. You're getting it done, right? And th- it's that inconsistency, though. That, You'll that, at least uh, let them wear
1: boots, right? Well, I mean, hey, whatever it takes. <laughs> But that's what that's what
0: kills people's attitudes because it's there's no consistency. You say one thing, and then when push comes to shove, you live another thing. And I mean, yep. we see it yep. everywhere in the world. But you know, I think that's part of what makes your brand and the way that you run the show um, so so much better, or so much more, uh, uh, you know, travels so well because because of that consistency. Because you run a UMSS show. It doesn't matter what track you're at or what the layout is The everything figures the same and you know, everything going in and, right. uh, and it doesn't get judged different. It doesn't, the show doesn't feel yep. different. It's, yep. it, you know, and you're a part of the show. You're not just, there you're not a trained monkey you know what i mean like right. like. Yeah, well, well i'm not a trained monkey um anyway i i i don't i'll i'll sit here and, and sing the praises all day all night long, so so uh but honestly i think that's i think that's a big thing is uh that consistency that uh, you know what to expect and you know what you're going to get and you know Ron's going to sure. be a grump and leave before you get out of your car. <laughs> <laughs> well,
4: I tell you what, I I ran into Ron here a couple weeks ago at, at a hockey game that his nephew was in. Um, and let me tell you, even on, on nights that he's at a hockey game watching his nephew, he's just as intense as he is on a, ra- on a race night.
0: Oh, yeah. I can you can see that stoic look on his face already, right? Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: <There with> the... <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yep. And the, uh, the pensive Ron look. Yeah.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, that's what we got. We gotta get a poster of that too. So we did get some pictures of Ron. So maybe we did get that I, stoic I think I
1: got that one. Captured that uh right. yeah. That essence. Yeah. So
0: well anyway, we uh we yeah, this has been a pretty good one. So we'll uh um We probably should get going. I got to go get my kids to bed, actually. So, but, uh,
4: I got to, I got to make my daughter some supper yet, too. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I mean, she'll,
0: she'll, if get her a bowl of cereal, she'll be all right. What, uh, was there anything else that you wanted to, uh, wanted to add? This is, this will not be the last time that you're on with us. We'll, uh, we're going to try and get, uh, Oh yeah, he just pulled up the stoic Ron, um <laughs> on, on, on the big computer screen here. So yeah, it's uh, it's all business. He just needs the uh, the what what the hell is the do rag the do rag yeah a do rag
4: yeah the a this, yeah, a pink one yeah
0: oh and there's one smiling yeah oh there it is
4: there it <laughs> is yeah
0: he got the, this one is the checkered flag one so but uh, but anyway um no we're gonna try and uh, we'll try and get you and Ron both on um here probably uh, sooner than later and okay. uh yeah just you know like I like I told you, we were texting about this, and and uh, for Randy's information, Sean had a bunch of questions. Like I said, dude, no, we we don't talk. <laughs> like it not wing it. Once it starts, it's going, you know. And so if it really goes off the rails, a- we can edit it. So yeah, we were we were going to do that's-
1: some commercials in here too, and well, I guess that just does not happen. Well, yeah. uh- <laughs> hey, wait, Rob cut
0: his whole plug. You know, there you go. Yeah, so he yeah. Live. <laughs> but We
1: we we still got to get Palmer's Tavern in there and Old World Meats and. Uh, uh, liquid nitro energy drink <laughs> uh, that well you yeah, know uh, tcb speed north and, yeah you know maybe maybe we'll throw a keller fence in there one you one can uh
0: you can you got that magic machine just insert some houdini some in there there you go so <laughs> 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 yeah not right now though we gotta go <laughs> so Well, Sean, it's been uh, it's been awesome, and uh, I I really appreciate uh, your time tonight. First off, but uh, especially you know, um, I was pretty apprehensive when we went on that first trip, um, just because I didn't I knew you guys from racing, but I didn't know you know no-no you guys and uh now, right. now i feel like we've been friends forever so uh so oh, yeah, i appreciate that sure. you're uh, you're an awesome dude and a huge asset to uh the the renegade brand and and to the umss and and all of local racing for that matter
1: so uh, you should be
4: really proud of yourself I appreciate that. so yeah, i appreciate that thank you
0: <laughs> but uh, uh,
1: the uh, the judgment is still out for me, but you know. Eh.
0: <laughs> so, I, see, I was looking at Randy the whole time. I knew he just he was poised to say some smart-ass things. <laughs> he was waiting, to, waiting to pounce. So, well, anyway, on that note, Sean,
1: we'll um, give we'll give Sean most of the summer to form an opinion. <laughs> yeah,
4: well, there you go. Exactly. So I don't. But, know. Randy, I don't know if you remember this, but I did meet you up in Superior last year. Do you remember that at all?
1: Yeah. He he said yeah, yeah vaguely. Vaguely, yeah.
4: Yeah. It was, okay. It was very <laughs> memorable.
0: He was moved by the experience. <laughs> you can tell.
1: <laughs> I meet mean, so many people. I know. I know. Did you see that filter system work? Yeah, that was yeah, good. Yeah. There yeah, was one some one clunking and banging add, going on. One
0: too. last thing to add it.
1: <laughs> oh, perfect.
4: Well, I I just remember. I remember the Randy Cam was pretty big back then, and I remember, you know what, I got to meet Randy. And I remember seeing you up there, and I said hi to you, and I think you walked off on me. So maybe next time we'll talk a little bit longer. I
1: I was (laughs) probably in, damn it, I got to get this done mode. (laughs) Because Superior was one of the first nights of uh, last year was one of the first nights that I was doing the video stuff. Yep. And I was trying yeah. to get that set it's up and trying to get some things done. And, yeah. and, you know, the Northern Renegades. I was trying to stay
4: warm, too. And
1: I got a lot of insulation, so it doesn't take me oh, okay. much. <laughs> but that, that, that was one of the first sets of nights for Northern Renegades TV.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And I was... Pretty strung up about it, so (laughs) (laughs) yeah, still still gets that
0: way. But uh, uh, we're getting we're getting all this stuff figured out. I mean, we're we're heads and tails better than we were.
1: It's a process,
0: but uh, yeah. All right, Randy. Well, take us out. I'm gonna take these headphones off and go uh, put my kids to bed. Uh, Sean's gonna go check and make sure his daughter hasn't died from uh, from starvation, <laughs> and uh, and say hi to Jody and your and and again, happy birthday to uh, to the old man. So,
4: thanks, thanks, appreciate it. Yeah, thanks. Have a great night, man. Thanks All for right. being with us. Show. Yep, no problem. See you guys.
1: Thanks again to uh, Rocket Rob Keho Jr. I got to quit calling him Rocket. He hates that. So we're, we're just going to call him Spanky from now on. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, nah, he'll like that. <laughs> the guys at TCB Speed North, Keho R- Motorsports uh, coming on board this year with us. And anything you need for your sprint car, whether it be bars welded in, uh, rear end parts, tires.
0: Just parts in general. Every, I mean, they sell all the parts, um, you, new and used, uh, consignment. I mean, you can. If he safe, doesn't have a good deal. He can find one.
1: He's, he's got safety equipment on board, new suits. Uh, you can order custom suits through him too. Uh, check him out on Facebook. Cb Speed North. Yes. tcb speed north and while you're at it
0: go like the northern renegades page um
1: northern renegades non-wing sprint car series page yep look for the
0: lucas oil logo and make sure you like the page and almost every post there is a link provided for tcb speed north and the other phenomenal sponsors that randy is about to name
1: we're just gonna play their commercials now bada bing bada boom Palmer's Tavern in downtown Hibbing, Minnesota has been a park edition tradition for 75 years. Stop in and check out their signature Donato burger. It's absolutely mouth-watering. They got bone-in and boneless hot wings. T- beer on tap and 12 big-screen TVs to watch the games on. Minnesota Vikings, Minnesota Wild, it doesn't matter. You're going to catch every shot, touchdown, and goal. Don't forget check out their daily rotating specials. That's Palmer's Tavern in downtown Hibbing, Minnesota, a park edition tradition for 75 years Palmer's Tavern check them out on Facebook facebook.com backslash Palmer's Tavern Old World Meats in Hermitown, Minnesota brings you a fresh new line of snack sticks beef snack sticks that are juicy, moist, tender everything you want to be from a snack stick and they come in about 30 different flavors they keep rotating through the flavors it's hard to keep track of them my favorite barbecue, honey, honey, barbecue. However you want to say it. Absolutely to die for it, Snack Sticks. <clears throat> Old World Meats down in Hermantown, Minnesota, the Rosillo family making beef products for 75 years. Thanks a lot to Old World Meats. Hey, are you feeling a little rundown? Need a little pick me up? Got to get that little boost of energy to get you to the end of the day. Grab yourself a Liquid Nitro Herbal Energy Shooter. Comes in variety of flavors, a little 3-ounce size. Going to give you enough power to get to the finish line. If you don't think that's quite enough for you, get yourself a 16-ounce can. A variety of flavors available in that. My favorite, Tropical Storm. Liquid Nitro Energy Drink, giving you the power to get to the finish line. And that's Noble.